Welcome to the Logger and Listings Podcast with JFK Properties. This podcast gives real estate investors, experts, and entrepreneurs an opportunity to share their stories over a casual beverage. Hosted by the founding members of JFK Properties, an investment company that specializes in commercial and residential real estate. So sit back, grab a drink, and listen to this real, insightful, and sometimes funny podcast on real estate investing and entrepreneurship. What the f- I can't figure this out. Welcome to the Logger and Listing Podcast, where two people talk, but one can't hear the other. Please hold. <laughs> More holding music. We need to call IT. Oh, I heard something. I heard something. Can you hear me? Still can't hear you. I heard your computer work. This is stupid. Hmm. That support. You don't like Faraz. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Logger and Listings Podcast with JFK Properties. Well, today is going to be an interesting one. Unfortunately, we had to miss last week due to illness from Faraz, but he is feeling better. However, tonight we experienced quite a bit of technical issues and we're not able to get audio and everything working for Jerry and Faraz. So rather than leave everybody with nothing to listen to, because I know all of our listeners look forward to the Logger and Listings podcast, which is live every Saturday at 10 a.m., I decided just to jump on quickly and give you a little bit about my background, more so than we did in the uh, first episode. And really my involvement in real estate and real estate investing prior to Jerry Fraz and I forming JFK Properties back in 2018. So ever since I was young, my mom always invested in a property outside of our primary residence. So I remember the first home that she bought, which was in Scarborough. We ended up moving from kind of the northern, north of the 401 for anybody in around the GTA area off of McCowan to kind of closer to the 401. And I remember driving up to the house a few times when I was really young. I was probably in about grade two at the time and other people were in the house and I had no idea why we we're going there or what was happening, but I knew that we lived somewhere else and we still went back to visit the neighborhood, which was cool for me as a kid because I got to play with my friends on the street. And then we lived at the second house for a few years and eventually moved from Scarborough to Pickering. And at that time I was in grade four when we moved then. And although I didn't take trips back to the other house, I do remember years later, my mom saying that she had rented that house for a few years after we had moved. So my mom was essentially buying property, buying a new property, refinancing the initial one, as well as saving money, getting enough down payment for a second home, and then renting out the initial home. And this is going back, and I don't want to date myself, but back into the 80s when there wasn't any education, coaches, mentorship on how to do real estate. If you got into real estate, it was probably because you had somebody in your family that had done real estate in the past, or you had a friend that was doing real estate. There weren't any seminars, probably were a couple books out there, I'm not sure, but that's what she did for years. So we actually lived in the home in Pickering for quite a few years as a primary residence. Ultimately, she did sell the other home in Scarborough, but another move that she did, she actually decided to sell the house in Pickering to buy a condo in Scarborough, but at the same time, took the rest of the money and bought a property in St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. And that was actually a new build. So she did ground up construction and now had two properties, 
one that initially I lived in for a few years prior to going away to uh, university in uh, 1999. So when I went to university in 1999, I became responsible for managing that condo in Scarborough. And one of the things that I tell people that ask, should I manage my own properties? My answer is clearly a new, do not do it. Do not do it for you know saving money on paying a property manager. If you have great property managers, they are worth their weight in gold. Do not save it because you want more experience in real estate. There are other and better ways to gain that experience and knowledge in real estate other than managing a property and dealing with sometimes problem tenants. Not every tenant is going to be bad. Not any, every tenant is going to be a problem, but when you do have them, it's a headache. I remember a couple instances where I think it was the first tenant that uh, we had in the condo. And again, I went to Brock University. And for those of you that don't know, that's in like the Niagara region in Ontario. And this condo is in Scarborough. So it was a good hour and a half to two hour drive for me to get from university to this condo if I had to deal with an issue on site. And I had to do that a few times. In fact, our first tenant, sometimes you know the check would bounce or he'd call me and say, well, I don't have the money in the account right now. Can you give me a couple of days? And being young in university and not knowing any better and not having any training, education or guidance, you know, I said, sure, that's fine. And then he would always say, okay, hey, meet me halfway, we'll drive, I'll give you cash. Now I was young, but not dumb. So I always had a few friends that would come with me because exchanging, you know, that much cash, you know, back in the day, I think the rent was probably about 1200 or so for a two bedroom, two bath condo. Yeah, I just didn't trust the guy. So anyways, he decided that he reached out to me and decided that he wanted to buy the, the condo at some point. This was probably about two years in roughly. So we had a purchase and sale agreement drafted up, Again, not knowing what I was doing, mom kind of helped me from overseas while she was in St. Croix. And ultimately, he ended up walking away. And I didn't consult a lawyer. I just kind of told my mom, hey, haven't heard from him, ended up driving there, and he moved out. So then I had to go and find new tenants. And back then, this was putting an ad in newspaper, you know, back in guess early 2000s. You know, social media really wasn't a thing. Kijiji didn't exist. Didn't know what a property management was, company was. So that's what I did to try to find another tenant. So found two women, and I believe they were sisters or something like that, but they were family members that moved in and they always paid rent on time. So I'm like, awesome. No headaches, no issues. Until one day I got a call from a woman who asked me where this person was. I'm like, I have no idea. I own the condo. My mom owns a condo that they're renting from me. I have no idea. And she said, well, I'm her employer and she hasn't been to work. And I think it was like a week or two weeks. We're concerned and don't know where she is. I'm like, I have no idea. So again, have to drive up. Fortunately, they were there. And when I got there, I was told the story. So they apparently, they're a dropper profession, not judging what people do to uh, make a living but they worked in the adult industry. And this was at a time, I think, when there was a crackdown or something in Toronto and they were scared to go back to work and actually said at that time they were going to be moving out to find somewhere else cheaper to live. So another lost tenant. So after that experience, talked to my mom and ended up selling that condo. It was a big headache for me to do, although the cash flow was nice, I think, for my mom and I got paid a little bit of that to help through university. Just, I think the headache overall wasn't worth it. So Ultimately, my mom decided to move back to Canada, sold her property in St. Croix, which I think was probably one of her biggest regrets. Definitely, I think it would be mine being in her position, having the ability to have a vacation or losing that ability. 
would not be a good thing. So she ended up buying a property here in Burlington, stayed there for a few years, moved to a condo in kind of Etobicoke area, and ultimately decided to purchase a new built home in Brantford. And this was the final property that my mom purchased. So this was maybe eight, nine years ago from um, now, which is 2022. And she ended up getting remarried and turning this condo into another rental property and investment. So over the years, she'd built up so much equity that she actually was able to pay cash. So had no mortgage on this property. So there was cash flow, which is awesome for somebody that is now in retirement age. And you know, pensions and everything like that aren't what they used to be. So having that added cash flow really helped. I ended up managing that property as my mom got older and other health issues and concerns where she wasn't able to do it anymore. And we ended up selling that property a few years ago. And what really kind of pushed me to make that decision to sell it is I looked at the opportunities now that I was doing real estate and buying cash flowing properties with JFK to actually leverage her money passively in deals that we were doing as a business. So helping her have cash flow for her living her lifestyle, her needs better than what was coming from a townhouse in Brantford. So that's really how I was introduced to real estate. And I never realized that I was involved in real estate on any level, probably until I would say 2004, 2005. And even then it really didn't hit until much later in life. And those are valuable lessons that I know I'm definitely going to teach my kids. We talk about legacy, but definitely in part of my kids and let them know everything that we're doing with our business. So that's my story. This was a very short episode. Again, our apologies for the technical issues we had this week, but just to let you guys know, we will be actually doing our first ever in-person recording of the Logger and Listings podcast next week, which hopefully will be live on June 4th, 2022. So cheers, everybody. Be safe, and we'll see you next time.